Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Definitely on point. Um, you know what I'm saying? Really feeling that. Um, also. Live. That I wanted to, I, I know. I know you kind of mentioned the album cover a while ago. And you were talking about, um, you know what I'm saying, the vision you got with that. How was that? cover form man talk a little bit about the cover because the I don't, I don't know if that's a stock photo or or if you took the photo or what but it's, it's definitely a dope cover oh uh, thank you um really i was just thinking of a chair in a dark room and um uh, i think my wife she was like oh throw a bible on there the only thing that will be on there really was going to be me in this chair but then i really figured that you know what i'm really trying to accomplish is getting the bible to people so yeah. I put the Bible in the chair so people are going to hear the truth and hear God coming from me, you know, from the person that's sitting in the chair giving the interview, which would be me. I know it's hard to make sense to that, but that's how I kind of came up with it. It was a stock uh, photo um, that I kind of recreated with all the colors and effects like that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, put the uh, Bible in the center of the chair and, you know, all the little logos and stuff on there. But uh, I was really excited with the with the outcome of what the, what the cover looked like. And, you know, I didn't even make the, the, the back cover until the day that all the songs were done. And then I just created that, like, out of nowhere. There was another – I was going to do another album besides this one. It was going to be called Persecuted, and God kind of – you know, play something on my something else on my heart. Uh, I was speaking to Dayton, and he was like, "Hey man, I don't know if you should do you know persecuted. Be careful with that because you don't want to be speaking these type of things over your life. I know I'm gonna be persecuted, but um, you just be like, be careful with that. And you know, I was over time. I was like, you know, after speaking to him and getting some of his wisdom about that, I just kind of switched it over and let it in the air for a while. I had no idea what I was going to be doing until yeah. just this last month, pretty much. Yeah. Well, it came out great, man. It's a good um, theme for it as well. The interview. Um, when we were talking off uh, air a while ago, I said that there's somebody who you, <laughs> there's somebody who you resemble, man. There's a celebrity when I see you and you look more like him right now than you do even in the pictures, man. So I, when I see you, I see this other guy every time I see you. I don't know if it's in the, it's in the voice as well because it's got the hip-hop artist. And I said I was going to do a side-by-side comparison, man, and, and, and show this, this picture, man. All right. So I'm going to pop the picture up here on the screen. And so, you know, say just so you know, you got to look at the camera. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's DJ Paul, man, from 3-6 Mafia, man. I think, dude. I think you. I think you resemble him a lot. If you if you look at the stream, you better see the picture side by side. Really? You see it? Get up in here. Hold on. (laughs) It's in the stream. That's that's going. Do you see it? What do y'all think? Yeah, that's you. Look. 
Look. <laughs> I said the white DJ Paul, man. Somebody else said uh said you look like Be Real from Cypress Hill. From Cypress Hill, Be Real? Yeah, I don't know what he looks like either. <laughs> you look like DJ Paul, man. It's all good. It's a good comparison, man. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, I I guess I, I do see the resemblance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Brimlow. And I like him. He's funny. He is, dude. I, I I actually enjoy watching his interviews, man. He he is really funny. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I remember when they had like a TV show that I, I would I'd peep that every now and then. Yeah. CJ. Yeah, he is funny, man. He's he's cool. Um, cool. That's just somebody else that's real, like you know, what I'm saying intricate with their music. It's something different. It's not the norm as far as the beats go and what they've what you know, what I'm saying what they've brought to the table. Definitely influence on what we're doing i don't think we would be doing what we're doing you know what i'm saying if it wasn't for you know what i'm saying those guys and what they brought to the table in the south yeah definitely exactly. there um but let's see i want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room holding us down too we got alonzo mr pachardo uh jamie scott ruckman is in the in the chat chanel how are you justin grim what's happening boy brandon what's up nathan William, my buddy Will. We got um Hunter Fuse, man. Is he in there? Yeah, he said uh he says ASAP Preach and DJ Paul are fraternal twins. <laughs> 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 yeah, so hey, we want to let you guys know that we do have the phone phone lines open as well. If you guys would like to join in on the conversation, if you have a question or comment, you want to join in on the fun, give us a call. If you have a prayer request, we definitely will agree with you in prayer as well. So the number is at the bottom of the screen and it's on all the uh, media outlets as well, as far as the website, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Give us a call. Say hello, man. This is the time that we're available to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hear what you guys got to say. We're here, man. Definitely. Give us a call. About your testimony, man. You said you came to the Lord in 07, right? Yeah. Okay. You came to the Lord in, 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 uh, in, um, 07. How how how'd you come to the saving grace of, of Jesus, man? What, what what were you doing before he found you? Oh uh, man, I was uh I was a player, bro. I mean that's that's really what all I wanted to do was make money, make music, and chase after women, bro. And you know, I was just being ruled by my flesh. And over time over time, man. I knew that there was a God, but I didn't know that you could have a personal relationship with him. Uh, I knew my parent, my mom would say, you're Christian, you know, and I didn't really understand all of that. You there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Okay, cool. Um, the stream is offline. Yeah, I think the stream ended, but we should be still going, I think. Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah, man, what happened, bro, was that, um, man, I ended up going to these little church events that were right down the street, and I didn't have to pay a thing. I went into, like, a church camp, and that's when I really first experienced the Lord, bro. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I keep on getting these weird little notifications. But I, I experienced the Lord for the first time when I went to a church camp, but... I didn't think too much of it. I was I was born in sin. I was still chasing. I didn't know you had to quit all these things. I felt like I should definitely start reading the Bible. Like the, after church camp, 
man, I felt like God anointed me. I was like in high school reading the Bible during lunchtime. Like, like God was working on me. He was doing some stuff. I was reading the word and, and I fell away from it. I didn't realize that that was something I needed to, to feed my spirit. And I ended up um, getting close with uh, one of the pastor's daughters that was up there, had a little crush on her, and we ended up hooking up. And, um, you know, over time, her mom would just, like, sow seed into me and just, like, speak uh, the word to me. And it just ended up getting to the point where, you know, um, I, I was still living that that life in the streets and then I ended up getting locked up and I realized, you know, I was real, I was suicidal at the time and I I was in jail and I just realized that there was nobody else that was here on this earth for me besides Christ. I was just hearing this voice so clearly and he was like, live for me and I'll get, and I'll take care of you. And, um, I told him I would, I'd live for him for the rest of my life. And that was probably one of my first genuine conversations that I had with the Lord. And he had me in his hands, and that's the that was the day I gave my life to the Lord. It was December seventeenth, two thousand seven. Amen. Yeah, those are the days, man. Whenever you first heard his voice, and and like, you know, what I'm saying, realizing that he actually speaks to you. You know, what I'm saying that dude. That was a a really um, awesome moment for me because, like, I always dealt with depression and I always feeling like I was alone and by myself. And whenever I got born again, I never felt alone again. Like the Holy Spirit was always there wanting right. to seek Jesus, man, wanting to glorify the Lord. And so I never felt alone when I'd be sitting at home by myself. Like the Holy Spirit is like calling me away to worship God and get in the spirit. And he has, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff to show me and stuff like that and to to start hearing his voice, man, and like, Starting out, it was just like little funny stuff, just communicating like a friend, man. You know what I'm saying? The scripture says that he's yeah. a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man. That's what people need to know. Like people out there who are um, oppressed, man, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They feel depressed. They feel like nobody loves them, nobody cares. But uh, Jesus is a friend who sticks by you closer than a brother, and he wants a relationship, man. He wants a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like even at that. Yeah, he do. Mhm. But um, so that was in '07, man. So how's your walk been since then? Is it like, uh, you know, what I'm saying just like a roller coaster, probably like the rest of us, right? Oh yeah, definitely, bro. Uh, definitely a roller coaster. It had up and down, season to season. Um, that I I probably hold the record of backsliding <laughs> out of every Christian. <laughs> But uh, man, I, I'm I'm thankful that the Lord has kept me and continuing to teach me as I fall and make mistakes and His grace to you know pour off on top of me and just continue just to take me back in and mm-hmm. and show me these things like you know you, you don't you don't learn from the trial unless you have to kind of go through the trial and and learn from experience and and those are things that I had to go through in my life to get me to where I'm at right now. It's a process and I'm not perfect. Right. When I gave my life to the Lord, there's a lot of things he knew that I was still going to fall at and I was still going to struggle at, but over time he places things in my life to start molding me into the person that he wants me to be. Mm-hmm. That's true, man. It's what the scriptures say that a righteous man 
what does it say? Uh, fall seven times. Fall seven times, but he gets back up, right? Yeah. That's it. That's the thing, man. It's this, this walk that we have with the Lord is a journey, man. It's not like, like it's it's easy. There's a lot of testing. There's a lot of trials. There's a lot of pride that comes in the way. Um, Definitely. I do. I do think it, it's awesome how the Lord just always woos us. Though the, the Scripture says that He's He's married to the backslider, and that's so powerful, man. You know that. I'm saying no matter how many times you feel like you fall away or, like, how many times the Lord's given up on you or whatever the case you feel like, like, he says, he, like I said, he sticks there closer than a brother. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And even when you're going through your mess, even times like now, as much ministry, I'm sure you feel the same way, as much ministry as we've done and awesome miracles we've seen, sometimes we wake up and we're just not feeling it, man. You know what I'm saying? But he's always yeah. there. He's never given up on us. That's what's so beautiful about walking with the Lord, man. It is. Glory to him. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the plans moving forward in the future with the music and the ministry, man? Man, on a cool, I'm I'm really just trying to get his get the 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 message that he put inside of me out, man, and at all costs. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't care if you go purchase my album and then burn a hundred CDs and just pass them out to people. Like I, I, I really, it's not even about that. I just want to stay in my lane. My God knows my intentions. It's not about money. It's really just about uh, advancing the kingdom and having somebody have pointing into somebody that everybody can run to when they need them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, at this moment, I'm content. I, I, I'm happy with the pace that I'm at right now uh, with my music. I'm staying in my own lane. I'm not trying to jump in anybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just being used at this moment, just uh, being content. And uh, he hasn't asked me to do any crazy stuff right now, like move states or anything like that. But, uh, man, I'm just... At the moment, I'm on a good, I'm on a good, you know, uh, path, I would think, you know, of me learning in my walk with Christ, um, with my, with my marriage, with me being a father, uh, I, I, this is, this is my life, you know what I'm saying? And this is, this is what I have to focus on, um, majority of the time other than music my first ministry mm-hmm. and I'm and you know what I'm saying and that I'm content with where I'm at I don't need to be on the stage and be rocking shows all the time like I like just spending time with my family at the house you know doing you know fun things with my kids you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying it's just oh, yeah. yeah it's it's like the little things content, that bro. and that matter man it's, it's like the little things and that's what the ministry is at first man is at the home, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to be on stages and everybody wants to have a microphone, but if you're neglecting, you know what I'm saying, them at the crib, then it's really in vain, man. And the scripture says you're worse than an infidel. You know what I'm saying? You're worse than an unbeliever. And uh, that's where it comes in. We see too many people, uh, you know what I'm saying, families get left behind when it comes to ministry or it comes to doing something for God, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing that I I had to go through, brother. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I made some mistakes. My attention started getting off off whack, bro. And you know, he separated me from my, me and my wife for uh, about 
it was it was a about two years ago or two, three years ago, and um, and you know he separated me and my wife, and uh, because my intention was more focused on this ministry, and he definitely you know sit me down for a little while and helped me get back on t- on track with me and my wife, and he he restored everything, bro, like. I have so much more now than what I did before, you know, before the breakup. And I was so focused on ministry at that time. Mm-hmm. He just corrected yep. me, man. It was good. And that's, that's something that I'm always going to know now from this point on in my life is to just, you know, be steady in my, just be steady, you know, stand firm in this, this music ministry and, but fo- but focus on on my my home ministry and the ministry that I do in these streets. Yeah. Um, before all before all of that, I just leave like my music videos. I don't even like I don't even promote them, bro. I'll share them like maybe once every two months. Yeah. But God told me just leave it in my hands. Like I'll just post them and then they people just run with them. And I'm like, amen. You know, I don't have to do too much on that, on the on the aspect of my music ministry. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting too, to just to know that I can trust the Lord with my music, and just you know, leave putting it out and then leaving it in His hands. Whatever He wants me to do after that, you know, I'm all ears. We, I believe we got a phone call coming in. Um, the stream did cut out. Um, but we're still recording live in some uh, other places. So, okay, so yeah, there's, there's you. you. I we got a phone I see you. you. All, right. All right. So I finally see phone. you. There you go. And we should be still live. <clears throat> we and we're going to bring in our phone call. I believe we got Brother Hunter Hughes calling in. I believe that's what it says. Let's see if we can take this call. Um, I know we're. I know we're still streaming on. On YouTube, we're not streaming on Facebook. We are streaming on YouTube, and we're and all the audio is still saved, going straight. So let's see. Let me see if I can pull him in. Because it says Northwest Arkansas, that can be on. You know, what I'm saying none other than Hunter Hughes. Who are we speaking with? This is Hunter Hughes of Northwest Arkansas, aka Hunter Hughes. Y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear, brother. Oh, thank the Lord. I was you all had me worried when that stream cut. I'm like, oh no. Hey, you had <laughs> <yeah>, me worried. <laughs> we still going, man. Look, that's a straight up faith, man. Like we still here, man. So we got some work to do. Do you need prayer for anything, Hunter? Can we agree with you in prayer? Because you know, I know when little stuff like that happens, man, it just kinda amps us up because somebody's trying to shut it down. So do you do you need <laughs> prayer for anything, Hunter? Man, we're ready to pray, brother. Uh yeah, I can use a couple use a little bit of prayer. Um, let me think. Um I'm still been a job hunting. I had gotten back uh, with Coke had got, I had been applied with Coca Cola and they got back to me a couple days ago. Not for the position I wanted, but they're still keeping me in touch and in check so that in case something does show up, the position I want, they'll I'll be right there. And so that kind of ties into what the next one is. Um, pretty much, I've now become pretty much the most hated person to work with at my job. Not all my doing, just, again, like I've said before, 
um, the devil's pretty much taking over most of my coworkers, it seems like. And so if it's not one thing they don't like about me, it's another. So, and that's causing a lot of stress at work, too, as well. So pray that mm-hmm. I have a... I'm not going in there like um, trying to think of the word I'm trying to use. I'm not going into it all like cold-hearted, just looking for a reason to try to hit on the next person. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. We'll definitely agree with you in prayer on that issue, man. And uh, so we'll pray. And then if you have any questions as well, we'll we'll keep you on, man. Let you ask uh, ASAP any questions or anything like that about the album. So I'll go ahead and start off, man. I'll say a prayer. And uh, mm-hmm. preach if you wanna you wanna pray as well. We'll do that, okay? Father God, I thank you for my brother, Hunter Lord. I'm just ask you even now just to bless him, keep him, God. I ask you to just to guide him and lead him on the path of righteousness, Lord God, for your name's sake. God, I ask you to use Hunter as a mighty vessel for your honor and for your glory, God. Just Father, even now, even when it seems like. Uh, There's winds and waves all the way around him and all this confusion going on, Lord. In the midst of that, you're still using him. And I thank you. I pray that you open his eyes and show him where you're using him, God, so that he knows where to invest his time more wisely with people and family, God. I thank you for everything that you're doing in his life. I think that you called him, Father God, as a mighty man of valor, Lord God, as you have plans to bless him plans to prosper him and no plans or any intentions to harm him. But Father God, that you would just pour out your blessings upon him. Let him know who you are, God, that you are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider, Lord. You provide everything that we need. You know everything that we need before we even ask of it, God. So I thank you, Lord, that uh, even now that you're already uh, making his path straight, God, and whatever's to come with the job situation, uh, we we just thank you for it in advance because it's already done, and we just uh, Father God, we just uh, just pray and receive that He doesn't get um, antsy or He doesn't start worrying or, or figuring out what He's going to do. But you have the perfect provision and plans for Him, God. Let Him rest in that and no worry, no doubt, only faith in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Dear Father God, I lift up Hunter to you, Lord, and only you know what he's going through, Lord. And I, I just pray, Father God, that you would just put your hands upon him right now, Lord, as I speak, Lord. And I pray that, Lord, the anointing of Christ would just start flowing all over his body right now, Lord. And yes. I pray, Father God, that you would start putting people in his life that need to be in his life, Lord, and taking out everything that is not of you, Father God. Lord, I pray that you will give him strength to let go of things that he he uh, is having a hard time letting go, Lord. I pray, Father God, through your grace and your love, Lord, that you would bring re- repentance in any type of situations, Lord, that are going on in his life, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father God, that, Lord, that you would just give him provision and direction in his life, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father God, that you would just bless him with the job that he needs to provide for his family, Lord. You said uh, you wouldn't put too much on us that we couldn't bear, Father God. So, Lord, we trust you. We leave it all in your hands, Lord. And and I pray, Father God, that you would just continue to continue, Father God, bless him uh, financially, Lord, so that he could be able to take care of his family, Lord, and every single need that he has, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Receive it, my brother. It's for you. Yes. 
Uh, oh, it's Hunter. How you doing? I've been doing all right. Just been a long, been a good long weekend for the most part. Um, I actually was able to help bless the family that I'm close to recently. Um, every three months, because uh, I work for Walmart currently, every three months we get a bonus, and lately we've been getting decent sized bonuses, three hundred, four hundred dollars, and so. I was hanging. We were hanging out with me and my fiance. We were hanging out with the family one day, just haven't seen them in a while. Figured we'd hang out, keep catch up, and at the same time, we they and they're always struggling. They're on um, all sorts of welfare just because they have like bipolar. They're like bipolar, ADD, ADHD, anything you can pretty much think of. They have it. We call it the Plumley syndrome because it's like so much that's like just shorten the list. And so what we did was we couldn't think of anything because usually we try to think, me and my fiance will think of something big to buy for ourselves, but it's like we don't, there's nothing we really need. And it's like, so why don't we just bless this family, help them with their groceries because they're always struggling with food. And so so we blessed them with an extra 100 bucks to take them grocery shopping with. Amen. And so that's just... <laughs> felt nice to do because like they, they've done so much for us and so it was our way of giving back to them yeah that's always awesome when you could do that man the lord tries to um test you and make sure he could trust you with that man you know what i'm saying i had that happen to me years ago you know with that you know what i'm saying it's always a hundred dollars he always does it with you know yeah he you know what, I'm what would you do with that hundred and he asks you to give it away and give it to somebody you know he wants to see if he could trust you there but he always gives it back, man. Pressed down, shaken together, and runneth over, man. He always gives it back, man. So he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. A hundred dollars is nothing to the Most High God. So, man, any chance you get, just just look to bless people, man. And he'll he'll always give it back. It may not be instant. It may not be like a slot machine. Put it in, he gives it right back. Sometimes it may take a few months. But when you need it. You'll never see the righteous forsaken. You'll never see the godly begging for bread. He'll always meet your needs, man. So just as long as you can let that money come to you and, and just go back out into the community, into people who are hurting, people who are who need it, um, he'll he'll continue to bless you, man. <laughs> to to uh, see you as a good uh, steward and a good servant, man. Definitely. So, honey, you check out the new album yet? Um, I'm like three, four songs away from getting it done. It's like the guy, the guy that I was using originally, he got new software, so unfortunately he upped his price on me, but I'm like, it's all good. I'll still be able to get this album done. I'm hoping to get released before the end of summer, like the beginning of fall. So hopefully within the next month or so is what I'm hoping for. Awesome. So is Preach on your album too? Uh, yeah, I got ASAP Preach on the song, um... (laughs) We I got everybody on the job, dog. <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, uh, Illuminates on it. <laughs> um, I also got a You're couple of Keenan it. music. I got some of the Keenan music guys on it. Uh, Bobby Phoenix and Triple Three are on there as well. Also, great brothers. I've talked to them personal on personal level several times, and they are great brothers to talk to. Amen. I tell you what, dude. Like people want to knock it about getting a bunch of features and stuff, but when you it's like it's your first major release, it's good. It's good to network, yeah. man. It's good to get out there because the whole thing about networking with other people and even paying for features and stuff like that, you're essentially paying for promotion. So 
what you want to do, this is wisdom for everybody out there. It, I, I've seen it work firsthand, even paying for features. I've, I've got plenty of features that I've paid for, you know what I'm saying, their, their, their studio time or to bless them or whatever the case is. Um, but the whole deal with that is when you do a song with somebody, their fans are itching for new material. Their fans are wanting new music. So if you do a, a track with Illuminate, now there is a competitive side to it, not to be the best or whatever the case is, but you want to promote. And so you want to, when, when you do a feature and you pay somebody for a feature, you want to try to, to come harder than them. You, you do. You want to do that on every song, but essentially on a paid feature, right? Because if you do, now all of their fans are now Hunter Hughes' fans. And that, that, that totally happened with me with the LCOB uh, movement and getting those guys on my, on my uh, album. Nobody knew who I was. And within a year of my album dropping, my fan base like quadrupled, man. Selling T-shirts, moving CDs all over the planet. Um, by doing that, paying for features. Look, let me throw you $100. Get on this verse. You know what I'm saying? Verse. Money, money talks, man. You know what I'm saying? Artists are struggling out here. Like we're trying, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to do this art and it doesn't pay a lot. Hip hop artists don't get paid a lot. But so anytime that you can help somebody out, man, I'm telling you, don't be afraid to do it. But in the midst of that, I have worked with a handful of shady people who you pay and you never hear nothing from them again. Uh, have you had that problem, Hunter? Because I know you deal with a lot of people who aren't Christians as well. Um, I don't know if you've had that problem at all, Hunter, have you? Um, there's only two big cases that I've had issues with. The, fir the first one I did was um, it was this guy, like, okay, so, so I start off, I'll explain this first before I go into details about this. When it comes <laughs> to music I listen to, I don't usually vouch for a lot of artists, especially I vouch for more Christian yeah. hip-hop, but I do secular now, so I started actually gearing towards Christian hip-hop because I, I used to do mainly secular. But if the secular artist is real, if they're not faking it, I get props for that because I'm, yeah. I'm all about being 100% in what I do. So if they're being 100%, mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. That's why if you – that's why – because you probably see my Facebook, I'm a huge Jelly Roll fan because he's 100% yeah. real. And yeah. I love the dude for totally. that. Okay, so first guy that I had an issue with um, was a guy from Florida that I've interacted through Facebook on multiple occasions, and I was watching his videos, guy was pretty much hustling, pushing the music, I thought, oh, this would be a cool guy to work with, paid him for the, yeah. paid him for a feature, didn't hear anything from him after that, pretty much, after he got mm -hmm. the money for the feature, and then... How much was you out of? I think it was about 100 bucks on that one, and then the, the next guy I did was a guy that was a mutual friend of mine with another guy I've done music with. This guy's from, I believe, St. Louis, Missouri. And he, again, he he was real at first. His music when he was doing was real at first, and I gave him props for that. But as he started making more music, because he was on hiatus for a while, and then he started going out again, he started coming out after a lot of these artists that I was originally following. Because I used to be a big follower of Iphone, I used to follow Bravo Gator, and he was coming after these guys when I was following them at the time. And so... I'm just like, what's the Because I'm not one for beef. Are you, I've never done a diss track in my seven years I have done music. <laughs> and so, because I'm just like, if I have an issue with that person, I would handle it myself, and I'm not going to acknowledge it yeah. by bringing it into my business. 
Yeah. And so well, I, I will say with that, with the, uh, with the uh, name that you just mentioned, and I was just thinking it, maybe you read my mind. Bravo Gator got um, a buddy of mine for a grand. He got a buddy of mine for a grand. I haven't heard that Bravo Gator has been scamming people lately. That's just what I've been hearing. I don't know how I didn't know how much it was about time. That's why I never said anything about it yeah. at the time. Yeah, I want. I just say that because like we had an instance where Bravo Gator got a close friend of mine for a grand. He was supposed to do a little EP with him. He never did it, and he tried to get him for more money. He tried to give him this long story about how his his computer was in the shop and he needed some more money to get it out and if you send me the rest of them some more money we'll get it out and we'll start working on your your project you know he took him for a dummy really uh so he sent them that money and he never got it back and then a close friend of mine wanted to do a feature with bravo gator and i was like no you dude if you if you do a if you do a feature with bravo i'm done with you like you can't be like doing songs with people who are robbing the homies. You can't do that. It doesn't fly, you know? So, um, I feel totally comfortable with putting, putting that information out there because of other people like you or me who want to work with some of their favorite rappers, but some of them are out there, you know, doing, doing bad business, man. You know, been, mm-hmm. been getting a lot of people I've had it happen several times as well. Happened to me. I sent somebody $300 and then, yeah, I got you tomorrow. Then it's been six months, you know? Yeah. yeah. But what's here's the craziest part about it was I paid him the money. He still did the feature, but why I say I pretty much lost it was a loss is because I started calling him out on what he was doing, not publicly, but I would Facebook message him, like, dude, you are not getting your fans with all this drama and this beefing that you are doing with these other artists that have been in the game longer than you have that have been releasing music more than you have. And he pretty much just flipped the script on me and just started cursing me out and all this. He even threatened to show up at my workplace and, in his words, kick my butt. And he gave mm. me a specific day he was going to be there, and I just watched the watch <laughs> the entire day at work, and he never showed up. <laughs> Who was it, man? Um, his, he goes by Clesiana Jones. It's his name, Cleziana oh. Jones. Is that a real? Is that a real rapper? Cleziana Jones. <laughs> I don't think that's a real rapper, man. I think he got I, you. I'm not too. kidding you guys. This is what he went by. I'm not. I would not make <laughs> this up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, but, Hunter, you think that uh, did did uh, you see the resemblance with um? DJ Paul and ASAP Preach. I almost saw my chair laughing when I when you pulled up the picture. <laughs> it's funny. Hilarious. You never got that before though, huh? Never got what? Oh, talking no, you to the preach that. <laughs> you looking at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shoe, dog. <laughs> you never got that uh that uh, comparison before though, huh? <laughs> nah, nah. First time for everything, man. It's funny. I need all I need is a grill. Yeah, yeah. Totally be you. In the tan for like a month straight. Yeah, it it, it look just like him, man. You can you can go to like the comic con and stuff dressed up like him. I know. Or like go to like the like you know what I'm saying the guys and other juggalos or something dressed up like him. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what's up. So yeah, Hunter or Man I could do a music video and then like just say that I'm him featuring title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a cool parody, man. Um I thought about doing a, a song just because I've like mastered a bunch of different styles with my voice over the years that I can sound like different rappers and I do I do voices and stuff for like comedy pranking my friends and stuff and um I thought about doing a song where I just like changing the voice on each each rapper and each style the millionaire did that with all the Houston rappers back oh in did the day. he wow yeah, yeah. that reminds me of um that just reminds me of a Hobson on his last album he did a, a parody song poking fun at all the mumble rappers yeah, and that was I heard, really yeah, funny. I heard that, one. <laughs> that was funny. Went by, I think he went hash brown for the video. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that was funny, man. Hobson's a really creative dude. I don't think that uh, he should have left Funk Volume, but you know, I guess he was a creative genius or whatever, and then having beef or whatever. Because they had something awesome going, man. You know. Mhm. They had something awesome going. They was like like selling out tours. I don't know if Hobson's still selling out, but I know he's still doing pack tours, but um mm-hmm. Fun Volume was a was a was a like a movement, I guess. It's more than just a, a label or something. It was like a movement of people. Yeah, I couldn't catch on with the other artists as much as I did him and Swizz a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. it was more yeah, Hobson yeah. more than well, they all had their, they all had like their own personality or whatever. I got a song with Joker, man. I don't know if you've seen that. I'm not familiar with him. Y'all got some crazy names. Y'all be featuring with some crazy <laughs> names. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> you don't know who yeah, Joker I is? A, I got a song with Batman, bro. Believe it or not. <laughs> Me, Batman, Joker. What, what he said to do his name was? Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Killing Joker, the album. Indiana Jones. Oh, man. Yeah. Calabunga John. Calabunga Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I do got a question for y'all. All right, brother, what you got? Okay, this kind of ties to, because I figured this might be some good input for so both of y'all can give me some input on this one, but like I was saying before, I'm having a hard time pretty much getting along with my coworkers at this point in time. And part of it is kind of my fault because, of one, I'm very blunt, and I, I have a tendency to open mouth and insert foot most of the time because of my bluntness, and so it's gotten me into a lot of bad situations. Part of it is also due to the fact that when I was four years old, I was struck, I was diagnosed with autism, and so I've always struggled socially. And so that's also taking part of it, too, where I've never really known how to get along with people properly to begin with. And it's, gotten, it's pretty much gotten to the... And what I'm trying to figure out is I know the Bible says that we are to treat, love one another as as God loves us. But pretty, but I know a lot of us have been currently raised, even I was, I'm, stay, I'm, I'm almost stuck with, this mind, with the, uh, the mind fact, I guess I'll say, that pretty much we are raised to say, treat others as they treat you, which I know is not biblically correct, but a lot of us are stuck with that because we live in this crazy world. And so, my question is, when it comes, to, when it comes to, like you try to be nice, respectful person, but they're the complete opposite, the complete donkey's butt to you in a sense. How 
which how um sorry I'm losing my words here. What would be the proper response? How should I approach it? What would you do pretty um, much? I would probably like be uh slow to speak. Like that should be like your your, your goal and asking God to tame your tongue. You know, uh you know, a, a lot of us want to go into work and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? And what, sometimes when you when you go in there and have a good time, and you go with those intentions, sometimes you can just say things that are not that you know saying that you didn't think about think about it before you started speaking. So I w- that's what I would probably do is just you know be slow to speak and, and keep it business. You know what I'm saying? Like you're there to work, be friendly. And and you know, kind of stick to yourself, but also do do what you have to do. Don't make it awkward. Don't let them think that uh, think that you're just sitting over there in the corner, all weird. But mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, <clears throat> try to take try to go in this uh, to work with a different approach this next time. And you know, um, if you're kingdom minded, you know, and you're staying kingdom minded and firm in His Word, you know, it's just. It, he makes it easy for us to be able to um, walk walk as a light, even yeah, amongst yeah. our co co workers. There's like a ton of scriptures, man, um, that you can go back to, and all this stuff's helped, man. There's 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 um, books that you can buy, like uh, scripture, uh, like scriptures for different um, things that you're going through, and like a little little pocket. Bible thing that you can keep in your pocket, but a couple of them, you know, is uh, the scripture says, "Vengeance is my uh, vengeance is mine," saith the Lord. So you don't have to go about and try to, um, you know, take anything personally or, or try to figure out how you can get them back, which is something I, you know, we all <laughs> struggle with. I think, you know, but also I think uh, like a really good scripture is Proverbs twenty five, twenty one, and it starts off by saying, "If thine enemy be hungry." Give him bread to eat. If he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. Uh, it says, it, then it says, The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance and a backbiting tongue. So it basically says, like, still, you know, Christ said that, we're, you know what I'm saying, we're supposed to, Bless them that curse us. Pray for them that speak evil against us. That's kind of what comes with the, you know what I'm saying, with the territory. Like, that's the persecution that, that you know what I'm saying, we're going to go through. Like, those are the promises of God that all who live godly in Christ Jesus shall, shall suffer persecution. They're going to make fun of you. You're not going to be as relevant. You're not going to do what they do. They're going to find ways to poke fun of you and things like that. But still, be cordial with them. And pray for them, man. And then they say, in doing so, just being nice to them and blessing them when you should be a hole back, but you res- you respond with the word of God with a, a you know what I'm saying a friendly reply. It says, "For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee." So they're good. You know what I'm saying? That that like that's going to be the biggest thing, man. Is that they can't provoke you to get on their level of name calling. They you know they probably want you to call them names and you know, get on their level, man. And, and they, do Hunter, they, are you a do bully they hate at it? work? Are you just bullying people? You might be just not telling us. 
Yeah, I know. It's like I do admit I have also said some things that because I also I'm I also have a known where something that I may say that if I take something one way, someone else may take another. I don't always understand that, and so I've said things that while may seem funny to me may also hurt other people, <laughs> and I have done that too many times. So, yeah, so you I have admit. poke fun at somebody else's expense <laughs> on oh, the job. Boy. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've do all been there, though. I've been on both ends of the spectrum, man. So I've been the one making fun of people, telling jokes, and then I've been the one who they've tried to do it to me. But it's just all it's all it's all the Lord, man. You gotta bring it all to him and let him sort it out. And he will do. The scripture says that he'll make your enemies your footstool. And it says that any tongue that rises up against thee, thou shalt condemn. So you know what I'm saying, your enemies, you don't you don't have to plot. You don't have to plot and scheme and like you know what I'm saying, worry. The scripture tells you that, you know what I'm saying, the the battle is not of flesh and blood anyway, but powers and principalities in heavenly places. It's a spiritual battle, man. Yeah. I especially came to realization that there's I need there's something inside me I need to fix because um purpose this last week that I worked this past Saturday, um again, I um, once again I opened mouth, insert foot, and it got to the point where the guy I was working with at the time were like right in each other's face where I could literally smell the cigarettes he was smoking on his breath, and I thought we were about to start <laughs> swinging. It was, and it was like 10 minutes later after that, after I calmed down, I was like, okay, that could have gotten a lot worse. Yeah, that's a little close for comfort, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so what's your release date, man? You don't have a date yet? You just got to finish up a couple tracks, Hunter? Just a couple more tracks, yeah. That's all I got left. I got the song ideas. I just got to work on the lyrics, recording all that. So, and the guy got the mixer and master. He's a great guy. Goes by uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't want to get his name wrong. I think it's like Black Willie from Ohio is his name. <laughs> I, I'm seriously. <laughs> I'm not guy, making Hunter. these names. That's up. not a real. That's not a real guy, Hunter. You all are killing me here. I am not making these things. Hey, you know what though, Hunter? I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm not typing that in on 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 Google. Black Willie. I'm not typing that in on Facebook. No, I'm not Google. saying for that reason. I'm being 100 percent serious. Have him con- have him contact me. I can't look that name up. Sorry, I don't mean it that way. But I knew I was gonna butcher the name somehow, so I apologize if it came off wrong. But oh man. Oh Lord, Black Willie! <laughs> he asked the porn star to jump on his track. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, like uh, don't don't Google that name, people. You're probably not gonna find him. <laughs> okay, I have his real but, name here. Willie Edmonds is what his name. His real okay. name is Willie well, Edmonds, but he has a hip hop name. I just came from him for laughing me, so I apologize for that misconception. It's like. Dang, I'm going to get myself banned on the podcast now for like a month. <laughs> uh, you're good, man. You're you're uh, providing content, man. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we're laughing with you. So have you have you had a chance to listen to um, the the uh, new album by ASAP Preach? Have you heard that yet? Um, actually, I did. I because they allow us to listen to music at work, and so I use Spotify all the time. 
And so I did get a chance to listen to the album. It's like, and I think my issue was I was almost compared. I'm sorry, Ace, but I was almost comparing the interview to um, your first album, Always Say a Prayer. And compared to it, I didn't enjoy it as much. There were some tracks I didn't fully enjoy, but there were some tracks that I really got a good kick out of that maybe, like, playing guitar in the middle of the aisle I was zoning. So it's like, I would, it's like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't want to say it's like, oh, I feel bad for saying this because I don't want to, it's like, to me, it's not your best, but it's almost as good, though. Like, it's still enjoyable. At least. That's good. Yeah, it's man, uh, what's really cool about this project is that I'm very versatile in all different types of styles. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's really cool is that God gave me gave me a, a bigger platform and a bigger audience to reach with different types of songs and different types of styles. So I completely um, agree that a lot of people are probably not going to be uh, connected to every single one of the songs because I have so much of a variety of different types of uh, songs on the CD, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like, like um, that's, there was what's, one, that's, that's what's good about it. Like, there's Versatile. one song you have on there that, um, oh, how did it go? It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, um, the one that goes, um, that has to, do you have the, there's power in the name of Jesus going in the chorus? I was driving yeah. around today, and that same chorus kept on popping through my head, and I'm just seeing it in the car over and over again. And all I know is that chorus, so yeah. I'm going, so I'm going, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what song did you not like? Um, hold on. I can't remember every, like, I couldn't quite get into it the first couple of tracks. I because I just okay. was like I was expecting the more upbeat kind of stuff like you had, and it was just more kind of mellow, and it felt trap. Like it was, your vocals felt well not trap your vocals felt a little like monotone to me on the first couple oh, tracks. Some of them. Yeah, and so that again, this is just me. I'm not, it could be completely different from that someone man else. A real sch- a real schizophrenic Ebert. He's just giving you the. <laughs> He's just yeah. going in, but what else, that's, that's, man? What, that's what else? The first time I heard monotone, so we could. <laughs> that's like, don't worry, Juicy. I can go in on some of yours too, but I'll save that for no, another no, day. No, 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 don't do it. Nah, like I, I like hearing these type of uh, criticisms on my music, bro, because I'm just gonna get better and better. Yeah, I'm gonna and make I, me stop rapping, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like I just. And it's like, and I don't mean to be a critic, but it's like, I believe we should also be able to give um, positive criticism for others because, again, I, I admit not all the tracks I've done are my best work. Like, you listen to the first mixtape. When I was first doing music, I wasn't even going by interviews. I went by DJ Dell Money. That was my first hip-hop name I was going by when I started my music seven, eight years ago. And... The, and the software and the stuff I was using to record was so low-grade, you couldn't even understand half the stuff I was listening to on my former music I was doing. So it's like, so I completely understood all the criticism I got mostly over the years. There were some points where I was like, dude, it's the best song, and then I would look back at it. Like, like today I'm like, whoa, that person was right. 
That's what's up. Hey, hey, Hunter, we're going to uh, put you on hold for a minute. We got another caller coming in, and he may have uh, some positive criticisms for the album. We'll bring you back here in a little bit, Hunter. So we got a caller here. What Who's up? speaking with? Jay Ruffin's the promoter. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Tell you us something what? good about this album, man. Oh, man, I love this album. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I'm getting ready to uh, go out in the car right now and go driving and listen to it some more. This thing's a banger. What's your What's your least favorite song? My most favorite song? Not my least. <laughs> no, your least. Yeah, what's your least? I want to know the, the least. I like them all. There ain't no least about this album. <laughs> he hasn't listened yeah. to it. <laughs> man, he hasn't I'm heard listening. it yet, man. I'm he hasn't heard it yet, man. Yes. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Rise up. You know what's up? Uh, yeah. Outro. You know, that's like my favorite song. Yeah. John 316. Anybody hates on that, I'm going to meet them at their doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> With Black Willie, whatever it takes to make him he, like it. I don't think I don't think he heard he was here for that part. <laughs> oh, yeah. but yeah, people I, I, in the in the uh, in the chat are saying, yeah, there's no rapper named Black Willie. I know. <laughs> I think they're looking it. it up. They're probably looking it up. I think Grim too looking it up. <laughs> there's no. There's no. Uh, Rapper by that name, and a rapper by the name Jay Rucks. I'm going to Houston, Texas this week. So hey, I got a um, I got a comment here in the in the uh, uh, YouTube chat, and this is what Mike says. And Mike, you should call in just so I, you can kind of elaborate a little bit. But I'm posting the number so you can call in because I don't really know what you're talking about. You say get back to right knowledge! Exclamation point. Stop with all this religion. BS. You have to call in, man. Let me know what you're talking about. I don't really know what that means. I would love for you to elaborate. So give us a call, man. This is, you know, you got us for another few minutes, man, if you want to talk. And uh, we can we can see what you are talking about, about right knowledge and religion BS. So we can talk about that. I would love to talk. So give me a call. Um... About the tattoos, man. Let's talk a little bit about the tattoos because you're a tattoo artist as well. Oh, boy. ASAP. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I so said let's talk a little bit about the tattoos because you're a tattoo artist as well, right? Oh, no. Uh, I gave it up, man. I was a tattoo artist. I'm an ex-tattoo artist. Um, Man, I, I gave it up, bro. Like, for the, when I first started tattooing, I was like, okay, I really need some money. I was doing it for the wrong intentions. Nothing, God wasn't involved in that at all. Uh, but he was—he was involved because it ended up helping me grow in the long run. But I felt conviction pretty much the whole time. And and then one one day he was—I was at work at the shop, and he was like, "Are you willing to let this go for me?" I heard it so clear, and I and. People would think I'm just crazy sitting over there in the corner, but man, I got heavy conviction, and God was like, "Are you willing to let this go?" 
And um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to let it go. He was like, all right, then quit this job and sell all your stuff right now. And I was about to do a tattoo, and I I was like, I can't do this. I told him I can't do it. I, as soon as I went home, it stepped on my doorstep. My wife's like, what are you doing home so early? And I was like, babe, I, I, I quit tattooing. God God helped me, you know, he, he asked me if I was willing to let it go. As soon as I stepped inside my house, bro, tears just coming down my face. I just felt like chains were broken off of me. And I felt free, and uh, I knew for sure it was God's will. He was like, I'll provide for you. You don't even have to worry about the tattooing or anything. I'm going to provide for you for you doing something that actually brings me glory. And uh, and since then, I've been with my video production. He's been providing for my family ever since. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Like I was talking to you beforehand, man. He, 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 he does that. That's just kind of the... You know what I'm saying? The levels that we have to go through <clears throat> with like um dealing with our, our idols, our idolatry and between Egypt coming out of Egypt, which is our life of sin, coming out of Egypt, yeah. we, we're gonna have to face the golden calf, man. We got you know what I'm saying, we're gonna have to face it and um and we're gonna have I'm, to face like, it. I'm not you know, saying everybody needs to stop doing what they're doing yeah. unless God is telling them to. Mm-hmm. That's just a testimony that God wanted me to grow in. Yeah. He, I don't think he wanted me to, there's probably bigger levels to it, but from what I think is, I think that God didn't want me known as a tattoo artist yeah. before the the Christian minister that I am. Yeah. You know, in music and all that. Oh, well, he's a tattoo artist. What? You know. Yeah. Just He doesn't want, he doesn't want me to be spoken evil of. I will be spoken evil of for the rest of my life, but. Yeah. It, it 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 didn't. I didn't want to be just called that. You know that wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, that comes with the territory, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That that just definitely does. Judge now. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying for being a believer. You know what I'm saying? That comes with the territory. The scripture says it says, "Woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets." So, in any time, some everybody's speaking well of you. Something's up, man. Something's going on. You don't have no haters, no enemies, nobody telling you to do this. But I will say, man, just follow this, the sweet voice of the Holy Spirit, man. Wherever he leads you, do it. Yeah. If he convicts your heart, if he tells you to pick something back up, do it. And you know what I'm saying? However long that takes, man, those trials. And the quicker you're obedient, sometimes those trials, man, sometimes those trials last for years, dude. So when the Lord tells you to do something, do it as soon as you can because, you know what I'm saying, the Israelites was in, in, in the um, wilderness a lot longer than they needed to be, and they could have been headed headed to the, the promised land if if only they would obey. So that's just like with us, man. We we got idols in our own heart, in our lives, and God tells us to put stuff down. I've been through it all, like even with, with my plugs and my ears and the tattoos and everything. I've, I, there was seasons in my life where the Lord said, take them out. And it was like a battle. I'm like, why, Lord? Like fighting, like this inward battle of, okay, what, you know, I want all of you. Like, what what are you, you know what I'm saying? Why are you finding your identity in these other things when when your identity is found in me? And and and, and some stuff like that, it's kind of, it's a, it's, it's a real deep conversation. But I've, I've talked to brothers who have had the same, same thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Their earrings and piercings and stuff. And 
thrown him in the garbage and went and got him out. And I got it. when I like my pastor told me not to wear earrings somewhere. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm so used to having something on my ear. I ended up getting like ear tattoos. Yeah. So I don't have to wear earrings no more. Like that made that thing like that made it better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, I have I have tattoo earrings now. Yeah. What's it say on your ear? I can't, it's hard to kind uh, of hope everything. and love. Okay. This was up. But yeah, man, and that's for anybody, man, who uh, who's who's out there on this this walk of sanctification and God just calling you to one level to the next. And for in order for you to go to one level to the next, you gotta deal with everyone on you know what I'm saying on that level on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's usually just, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Just small idols and giants, you know what I'm saying? Goliaths and all that stuff. We have to deal with one at a time, man. It's yeah. all part of it. So we got another call coming in. I believe this is a, a friend of mine, Alonzo Pachardo. Is that who we're speaking with? Yeah, how you doing, my man? Hey, what's up, young man? Thought we'd give a call in to the, the show. show. Say, what's up? Yeah, yeah. You got any doing, questions, brother? man? Nah, man, I need prayer, dude. Um, you know, I've been <laughs> I've been battling, you know, with hating. I'm a player hater, uh-huh. so I need I need some prayer for that, man. I'm just full of hate okay. tonight, and um, I'm hating on this podcast, so I need some prayer, man. Okay. All right, definitely, man. Nah, I'm joking, bro. How's everything, man? It's a good show, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You are the number one hater out there. We're going to break that spirit real quick. No more hating. I, I knew someone's up and he was like, I'm hating on this podcast, yeah. bro. I need I need help right now, dude. No, nah, me, uh, me, <laughs> me and Alonzo, we, we, we had, okay, so so there was one name that I left out of the of the podcast names, right? All the names I gave. We are the trolls <laughs> <laughs> that was, was, a, was another name. Another name that we went over, and we had a we had a podcast where we were just hanging out talking crap, and people would call in and troll us. They yeah, call in yeah. and prank us and and tell us about Big Willie and all that stuff, right? <laughs> and uh, and so we was like, well, let's troll them back. So we we had a, a podcast called We Are the Trolls, and Alonzo was on that one with me. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, but the the homie you have on there looks like Be Real, man. Be Real. It's like he yeah. don't even know who Be Real is. How do you not know who Be Real is, man? Cypress Hill. <laughs> Google him. Just like him. He said, "Post." It. He wants me to post a picture. Hold on. He looks I will. just Hold like on. Be Real. You can't front. Well, it would have to be Be Real with his hair short. Is okay. Be, be real I got you. Hold on. I'm finna, I'm finna post it. Just give me one second. Let's see. All right. It'll take me one second here. I can see Be Real with the short hair, but you know what I'm saying? Be Real with the long hair. Um, he sounds. He sounds like him too, and when he's talking. Let's see. So where do I find so, where so, I find what where, where I find your music ASAP? Preach. Oh man, I appreciate that. Uh, you can just look on YouTube, or you can go to like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. But um, yeah, man, you just search ASAP Preach on YouTube, man. I got a whole bunch of music videos and stuff on there. Sounds good, man. I look forward to listening and um, continue success man, to you, so. brother. Continue, continue success man, to you, you, bro. Continue success to my little, you. my little brother there, Derek. Don't fall off that chair. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I got the Be Real uh, picture pulled up as oh, you well. See that? You see that? He looks just like him, man. <laughs> Have a blessed night, guys. <laughs> you see? All, all right, brother. We'll holler at you tomorrow, man. Take care, God bless, bro. All right. Peace, peace. So you say you don't see the Be Real, huh? You uh-huh. see the DJ Paul, but not the Be Real, right? <laughs> I see the DJ Paul. Yeah, for a sure. little bit. <laughs> a I little bit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what's up. Um, He's like, I'm hanging on this podcast. I was yeah. like, all right, how are we going to pray for this cat? <laughs> yeah, Lord, show him what we're trying to do here, Lord. Show him our intentions, Lord, so he won't show hate. This is fun. Show him that this is cool. And he's like, no. Yeah. You know, uh, when people uh, heard his voice when he called in, the homie Grimm just said troll. He was like, troll. Yeah. And, I'm dying over here. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's uh that's Hunter saying he's dying over here from the and then More he DJ got DJ Paul than be real. Yeah. Definitely. I call it man. Dude, everywhere I go I see people and like that's just how my mind works. Okay, he looks like him. And we'll, we'll be in we'll be in public. I'll be in public with my wife and I'll be like, Look at that dude over there. That's uh that's Marilyn Manson. She's like, No, it ain't I don't see it. I was like, dude, that's totally him. You know, that's totally him. Yeah, I mean, you know, saying knowing it's not him, but it's like they're, it's, it's yeah. like they look alike, man. You know, like it's like it's like their type of human doppelganger. It's so yeah, weird. It's like a, a certain type of species of human. Like we all have a different species of human. Mm-hmm. Neanderthal. <laughs> all right, so hey, yeah, we can we say hi. Is that the wee one? Yeah. Baby girl. See, yeah, I guess man. we're uh coming upon the end of the podcast unless we have any more callers. I think uh Hunter's wanting to say one more thing. Hey, what's up? Hey, what up, dude? <laughs> He's like, I'm back. <laughs> Not trying to still show me you guys. I didn't expect y'all to keep me on this long. Ah man, you're part of the show, man. You know, uh, part of the crew, man. All this doing talking your homework, of, man. Uh, all this talking look like reminds me. Um, when well, I did one year at community college years ago, and uh someone said I looked like a, a white rapper from this all white rap group. I just cannot remember the name of it. Third base. No, not third no. base. I know they had a music video where they were all wearing monkey costumes. Oh, um, that's not bare naked ladies. It's um, the bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang, yes, that was it. Bloodhound it was what I looked like one of the dudes from Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll I, flip this picture and post it. Bloodhound Gang, <laughs> honey. <laughs> um, I got. A long time ago when I didn't have any facial hair and I had a bald head, I I got they said I looked like the lead singer from uh, Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> that was years ago. You know what and you look like? Who's that? Young bro. No. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> then they kinda look yeah. like young bro. Yeah, they said I looked like Jimmy mm. Pop from Bloodhound Game. That's who the guy was. Jimmy Pop. I looked like Jimmy Pop. That's who they said I was. Jimmy Pop from Bloodhound Game. <laughs> I'm looking. Jimmy Pop. <laughs> Pop. 
Okay, here we go. Yeah, you do. Does he? Yeah, he do. <laughs> Let me look and see. Especially this one with the Hollywood sign in the back. Okay, I see the one with the uh, with the red hat all the way to the right, holding his yeah. ear up. <laughs> that's Hunter. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Hunter Boom. So Hunter, did you ever do a did you ever do a song with Jelly? Um, my one my one of my first songs I ever did as Hunter Fuse. It was um, I remember this so clearly because uh, David Ray of I Four and I. This was before Jelly Roll started blowing up big time with all his tours and stuff. He had Jelly Roll and Lily Styles, another Tennessee artist, in the studio, and it was four hundred bucks for the whole thing: the chorus from Lily, the verse from Jelly, and the beat that David Ray provided. And it was pretty much, it was a love song that we did. And it's called, um, uh, dang it, I forget the name of my own song. This should not be happening. <laughs> oh, Stay With Me. That was the name of the song. It was called Stay With Me. Stay with me. Oh, yes. You are strong. Take on me. Take on me. <laughs> That'd be a good one to cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was so Hunter, have, have, have you heard some of the uh, co- the cover songs that I did, the uh, Limp Biscuit and Cold Chamber stuff? I have not yet. I've been mean to listen to it, but it always slips in my mind. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. So I'll make sure to do that. I so. also, and I sent you the track that me and ASAP did together, so you have a copy of that now, okay. too. Awesome. I'll play a little clip of it. Uh, you guys probably can't hear it but um people in the stream can hear it i'm gonna see if i can just play a little clip of it probably really loud too Who's on the hook? Uh, that is me on the hook. I love messing with Auto really? Yeah. Dude, that's a really good hook. That's yeah. a really good hook, man. I'm still working on it because some songs I do auto-tune and they don't work that well, but this was one of my better ones. Yeah, no. Auto, auto-tune's tricky, man. You know, I yeah. used it too, but you got to kind of be like halfway on, on tune when you sing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, so... Yeah, they got me. I'm on the first verse. ASAP's on the second. My other Arkansas buddy's on the third. And so that's one of the more popular songs that's kind of been like the lead single for the upcoming album. That I just kind of release every now and then just to keep people entertained. Do you, um, Hunter, do you remember um, Mike Shelton? Mike Shelton. Oh, that name rings a bell. Why would I know that? And uh, Suge, Mike Shelton, and uh, True from... Uh, Triple Threat. They were doing um, Christian rap years ago. It's been like um, uh, by the time I was coming out, it was like what, like '05 or something like that. Back in '05, so I think Mike Shelton is still doing stuff though. Yeah, he, he's from he's from Arkansas. 
Mm. Off the the mouth of the South, Mike Shelton. Yeah, no, he's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. One of my buddies I've done music with for years, he goes by by Virgil Boggs, and that's his whole last name. And he's a cool guy. And it's like, I actually met him during the one year I did community college. This was before my walk in crash got a little more salt, more out of the rock because at the time it was still on the sand. But but, but he didn't. But James was inducing my life. I wouldn't be where I am now. It's kind of it's partially the reason why. Because if you listen to my older stuff, I'm still doing secular stuff on top of Christian hip hop. This is the first actual album that I've done that's going to be more Christian hip hop based. So I'm trying to put all the secular behind me for the most part. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So, hey, uh, Hunter, thanks for calling in, brother. And uh, we're going to go ahead and end the show here in a minute. But uh, we'll be back on next week, man. Go ahead and tell everybody about the show, man. Send this link out to everybody, man. You bet I will. Always love being on. Always love listening to you guys. And keep up the good work, ASAP. You're doing a great job. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. You too, man. Love you both, brothers. All right, brother. Love, love you, man. Too, man. Shalom. Yes, yes. That's a good brother right there, man. We got a yeah. We got a, a tight knit uh, crew, man. That uh, people just just on the front lines promoting and stuff on the back ends as well. Um, yeah. Everybody, man, plays a part in the body. Like everybody has the something body. that they're good at. You know what I'm saying? So Hunter is definitely an inspiration for one for us to keep keep doing what we're doing and inspiring people like him to come up. And keep doing what he's doing as well. So that's what's up, man. Oh, really? Uh, did you did you have anything that you wanted to touch on that we didn't get a chance to? No, not really. Not really. Kind of covered everything. We covered uh, yeah, Black yeah. Willie. We it's covered time. Crocodile Dundee, DJ Paul, Juicy J, Three Six Mafia. You didn't know you was gonna be talking about all this. <laughs> He's like, man, that, I came on this podcast. This man had me talking about Black Willie, man. <laughs> Some dude named Black Willie, man. They're going to be like, yeah, I got an interview with True Teller uh, next week. I'm like, bro, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it, man. It's a he's setup, about, man. He's, he's, he's going to do comparisons and make fun of you, man. He's going to do side-by-side comparisons of, of these secular rappers, man, and say who you trying to sound like. <laughs> Then he's gonna have all his fans call in and tell you that they don't like your album and they're gonna make pick it apart. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter oh, yeah. Hughes. The joke is a critic. Nah, that's cool, man. Yeah. It's cool, man. Everybody got their own, you know, what they want in music. I know yeah. I do. I can't listen to some of the stuff and I'll be straight up with the person, you know, there's some stuff on the radio that people love and then yeah. there's some stuff on you know, on the radio that yeah, I, I can't care for it. So I, not everybody's gonna like my stuff, bro. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do it really for for them. I do it for the Lord and yeah, to reach and, to, who God intended it to reach to. Yeah, and with the creative process of it, man, create music that you like. Because at the end of the day, it, it's something that that you enjoy, or not like, man, let's just do yeah. something that is like this, or something that sounds like this. Let's just do something that you enjoy, and. uh and if they feel it, good. And if they don't, good. You know what I'm saying? It, it like who, whoever is going to resonate with it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get it. Yeah. But at the end of like, the day, because like, if we start like, listening to yeah. all kind of people, they're like, man, I don't like that scream. And I do. When I started do, putting screams in my music, I used to do like, like, like you know what I'm saying? Rap and metal mix. 
and they're like, man, that kind of sounds demonic. And I'm, I'm, this is coming from people who don't listen to metal, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, nah, man, you shouldn't be doing that kind of music, man. That's not of God. It's like, just because I'm, like, I listen to that music, like, it's part of me, like, and so if I was to listen to those people who told me not to do it, then I, it, there's, you know, some albums under my belt and some awesome songs that came out in that process that I wouldn't have, you know, even with the new stuff I've done. Oh man, that's kind of, I don't know about that. You just, and essentially like it's good to take constructive criticism, but those who are like creative geniuses, man, it's a lot of alone time. Like you have to have a lot of time by yourself, just like with them verses, man. And like critiquing it, not just throwing something out there. Oh, that's a verse. No, you got to go yeah. back to the drawing board. Okay, I can fit a couple more syllables in that role. Okay, I didn't need to take a breath there. I can fit two more words just so that it sounds better. And you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, once yeah. you create it, you can't take it back. Like, create something beautiful that's going to last. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, the way I look I, at it. On know? another note, man, like, from to make me feel comfortable when people say that they're not really feeling my stuff is that, uh, you know, I rather, I rather like, if I'm not called to minister and reach a million people, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool with my the people, my audience being low. Like, if yeah. my audience is only like 20 people, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Those are 20 people that are getting ministered to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that God showed me that, and it makes me comfortable with my music at where it, where it is. Yeah, um, that some people are going to be ministered to and some people are not, but praise God for the ones that do really, really like my music. Yep. No, that's what's up, man. Um, Hunter, Hunter commented, he said, he said, no matter the criticism, it's love all the way around. <laughs> yeah. He said, I only tell you that because I love you. Now, people people like different things, man. Um, you know, and that's, all, that's all good. There's people, yeah, I, I, I lost fans with, with each album, but then I've gained I've gained more. It's kind of worked out, you know, in yeah. my favor. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it comes. You know, who knows, man? There's people who heard, like, you know, what I'm saying the cover songs I did, who haven't heard me scream, and they were like, they totally cut off or whatever. Or like, I'll upload some old stuff from like 2010 or whatever, 2011, and uh, people think it's brand new, and they're like, I don't like the new direction you're going. I'm like, man, that's from. 2010 like that's, yeah. that's old man you I know, know what are you doing yeah they're like, i don't like the new stuff man you need to go back it's like ah that's nothing new man you're gonna like the new stuff trust me I know, right? so. all right brother give your that's links away up. one more time man if people want to follow you on facebook and go oh, buy man, the album yeah. on itunes and all that good stuff yeah man um if anybody want to go check out my stuff you know i got a new project out asap preach the interview catch it on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, all digital download stores. You can go check check out my music on YouTube, ASAP Preach. I got plenty of music videos for you to check out. Uh, but go get that album, man. Uh, I put my heart into it, and I really hope that it ministers to you and you can have an alternative to listen to. Um, if you're not saved, you know, hopefully you can find some hope in Christ through this project. Amen. Y'all go check it out, man. Support a brother doing some awesome things for the Lord, and it's good quality stuff. Listen to the mix. That's what I listen to, the mix. I have my earbuds in, and you can hear everything. I'm telling you guys, I'm really big on, on, on the mix and the effects and not to overdo it 
on an album. And so that's the first thing that stood out to me. Um, it's not just vocals laid over a beat. Like, you know what I'm saying? The engineer and the uh, and, and whenever they did the mixing and the mastering, sounds great. So I vouch Thank for you. it. And you guys who, who want to see us on the track together, y- y'all leave us a, a message in the comment, man, if you'd like to see us do a track together. I was thinking today of some stuff I can throw them on. So if y'all want to see that, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know. We'll make that happen. Definitely, so, bro. All right. So Send with that, that over to me. Get, get at me. Yeah, I got something in mind for you, too. So we'll definitely make that happen. All right, cool. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. God bless you guys. Love y'all, man. All right. Shalom, shalom. Talk to you soon, right. bro. Yeah, for sure. Right, hey, Sad Preach. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see. Only me. All right, there I am. I always have to fix my stream here when it goes back to just me. Look at me just moving stuff around. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to try to center myself. Okay, that's it. So, yeah, exciting episode. I had fun. Awesome conversation. And what was crazy about it is, like, the first 30 minutes or so into the stream, like, my computer shut down. And what's crazy is the computer usually takes about, 30 minutes to turn back on i know 30 minutes but it turned back on within like five five minutes so that was really cool came back on i'm pretty sure we preserve preserved the stream and we pre- preserved the audio i'm gonna edit it if i have to and uh you know what i'm saying try to make the video because the video always looks really cool put a lot of work into that so with that i'm gonna say shalom shalom remember if you like what i'm doing if you like the podcast and all that good stuff follow us on itunes soundcloud stitcher lipson all that good stuff make sure you give us a rating and go to patreon.com backslash truthseeker and support the show any amount that you want to give per month totally helps it like if you want to give a dollar a month like i got like almost fourteen thousand followers on facebook and the fourteen thousand people gave a dollar that's a lot of money man we can accomplish a lot of awesome stuff with that 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 kind of money so um yeah, I thank you guys who, who have been giving people like every every month, man. They've they've been giving, helping us out. Five dollars, ten dollars, twenty. Dan Oscarpinski gives thirty three dollars and thirty three cents every month. Three thirty three, three. So thank you guys for all that. It means so much. So with that, I'm gonna say shalom and uh, play this outro. Peace, peace. Goodbye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.